um, but I'll download this Christian dating app. Upward. Upward. <laughs> I was like, maybe there will be some normal dudes on there, like Christian oh, conservative yes, dudes that's on this app. Right. Yeah, that's screenshot. Find it. And I find this man, okay? And this is what it says. And I'm not going to say his name because that's rude, but it says, faith is a journey. Josh 32. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, if you're listening to this, change your upward profile. Change it. This is my podcast. Ooh, ah, ah. Listen here, I'll make you laugh. Ooh, ah, ah. <laughs> Honestly, let's just cut it off there. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Blues Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Ellison Da. Oh, I just punched the microphone. I'm your host, Ellison Daz. I'm a 100% professional, and this is the show where we talk about music, mental health, and comedy. If you're tuning in for the first time, God bless you, and welcome to the show. And if you've been listening since day one, Honestly, I don't know how you do it. You guys just keep coming back. You keep coming back for more. You like what's going on in the show. And I'm just really grateful that you guys keep coming and listening each week. When I put out a new episode, today's topic of discussion is going to be seasonal depression. How how I deal or not deal with it. Uh, the stuff that I go through and experience. And I'm also not going to be talking about this by myself. I have a guest on the show today. Owner of Nisia Co. and Vizovo, please... Put your hands together unless you're driving or operating a motorized vehicle <laughs> for my guest on the show today, Sharissa Kitmer. Hey, everybody. I'm so actually, I'm so happy to be on here because we've been meaning to do this podcast forever and we're finally doing it. It so. has been a hot minute. It's, I so actually am happy that you were here as well. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> it's kind of a big <laughs> Thank deal. You. The reason I wanted to have Sharissa on the show to talk with all of you guys today is because I actually use one of her Unreal products for my self-care routine, and it's been a go-to of mine for seasonal depression for a hot minute now, and I wanted to share a little bit about what she does. We're going to share a little bit about how awful it is living in southwestern Ontario, what it's like going through seasonal depression, why I feel like a slug, and then we're going to share some funny stories with with you guys to lighten the mood so that if you are going through something similar, you're going to laugh, you'll have a smile on your face, and it's, it's going to be a time. So what I want to do to start off is I'm just going to share with you guys what it's been like, why I haven't really been on Instagram a whole lot lately on the stories like I used to be. Normally I'm full of pep. Sharisha, you know this. And Normally I put out a boatload of reels, but it is wintertime and there is no sun, there is snow, and it's just depressing. And a lot of the time when I talk about seasonal depression, I can make light of it, but it, I really do have like, it's almost a personality change because of how... <laughs> it's almost like you have to make light of it yeah, I, to get through the seasonal because depression. It's, <laughs> because it's so depressing. Like if you don't laugh, it's like, well... My God, what are we going to do? Keep sleeping? Well, I, I've tried that. It doesn't really work, but <laughs> it's just awful. So what time, I was going to say, what time does the sun rise now? Oh gosh, I don't know. I know it sets at like 5 p.m. pretty much. Like it's dark around 5. I was up at 6 o'clock this morning. Sun still wasn't up yet. So it's not up until at Ooh. least after 7 o'clock. Yeah. So we have almost zero sunlight up here. Um, and it's not even like we do get a sunrise and a sunset. We just go from different shades of gray. So... <laughs> It's black at night and you wake up hoping to see the sun and it's just gray outside and you feel like you're walking around in a insane asylum, honestly, because the ground and the sky are all the same color. It's terrible. There's going to be a funny part to this show, by the way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, it's been so bad. Like I have not even been able to 
gather or muster up enough energy to even pop on Instagram stories or create, which is kind of crazy because that's what I do to maintain my mental health. But my energy levels are so low in the winter time. Yes, I'm taking vitamin D. Yes, I'm using all of the bright lights. I'm taking the vitamins. I'm drinking the water. I'm doing all the things. Vitamin B12, all of that stuff. But I still am not the same person. And I feel kind of like a slug. And I don't know how else to describe it. Like, how would you describe living in this... I think I've already sworn a couple times in the podcast. <laughs> I've told myself I'd stop doing that, but how else would you describe living in this season up here? It's tough. It definitely is. I mean, like, obviously we both grew up here our whole lives, but yeah. for like the last while, um, you know, like I was living in Vancouver, you went out there. Yeah. Winters are quite a bit better of that way just because it's not as cold and yeah. it's like, doesn't snow as much in the city. So like, yeah, you get a lot of rain, which can be tough sometimes, but if you want snow, it's like you drive up to the mountains. You're not scraping like <laughs> six inches of snow off your car every morning. So yeah, living here is definitely a little bit tough. And I mean, that's why I try and travel as much as possible too. And like, yeah. I know you definitely want to start doing that as well, but yeah, like I was telling you before, it's just kind of like when you come back here, I feel like it's a good time to just buckle down and get things done because there is literally nothing to do. Yeah, there's the no there's no distractions. I like mean, you don't want to go out. Like I mean, Stratford is pretty on the lousy side as far as like nightlife or anything to do. So for me personally, like I just try and use that as a time to get stuff done when I'm home visiting and whatnot for a couple of weeks and that like time frame that I'm here, but. Yeah, it is tough, but I mean, it could be worse. Like, you could be in the Yukon or Alaska yeah, where it's, yeah, like, true. minus whatever it is, 50. <laughs> could you imagine? There, but I can imagine it's pretty damn cold. What are they doing up there? Drugs, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, like, that's... Well, there is, like... I mean, statistically, there are a lot of people that, like, heavily drink up that... Because there is nothing to do. Bro, that's the same thing with Canada, though, too. Like, even here in southwestern Ontario, it's... Like in especially in the winter, it's people drink so much because it's it's what do you depressing. Do? <laughs> it is for sure. Yeah, yeah, Can't not a good you. time. But I was just, I was I was bleh, huh, let's stutter a little bit less. I feel so bad for the people that come on the show and it's the first time they're listening, and then I'm doing a podcast episode. Well, and this is like, my bleh. first podcast ever, so bear with me, guys. If I like. <laughs> I'm new. Fit. This is actually take two because this is take three. Oh yeah, this is take three because <laughs> I had a laughing fit and we just I was like just we gotta take it from the top. <laughs> just cut that out. Yeah, but action from the top. <clears throat> what was I gonna say again? Oh yeah. So one of the <laughs> things that I know, right? It's fucking terrible. One of the things that I is always been a go to for my mental health has been self care and spending time in the bathroom taking care of myself. <laughs> 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 making what? sure I wipe my ass. No, I love having hot baths. Um, all of the self-care, like with the essential oils, all of the, um, the bath salts, not snorting them, but putting them in the tub and <laughs> hot showers, exfoliating, you know, the whole nine yards doing things that, um, it's like a sensation that kind of calms me down and makes me feel like there's life again, especially in the wintertime. And one of my favorite go-to products that I've been using for a hot minute now that I haven't really talked about has been, my Nisia sponge. And this is the company that you got you and a friend of yours founded. And I was wondering if you could share a little bit about your company and what you guys do, because I think it's fucking fantastic. I mean, I think it's friggin' fantastic. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was wondering if you share that with everybody. For sure. For sure. So we started Nisia. We came up with the idea about a year ago. Um, my, my partner and I, Molly, um, she's one of my best friends since high school. Hey, Molly. 
Shout out Molly. Um, she actually lives in Southern Florida now. Lucky girl. I so, know, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we ha- started with Vizovo and we were doing marketing for like a lot of e-commerce brands and we kind of thought like, well, why aren't we in the e-commerce space yet? So that was something we were kind of working towards for a while. We were just kind of thinking about like, what is the right product that we wanted to do? We wanted it to be something that like we're passionate about, something that we actually like, not just like a flimsy random product. So um, took us some time, but Molly hit me up one day and she was like, why don't we do natural sea sponges? And we got that idea because she, like I said, lives in Southern Florida. So that's where they're sourced. And when you're in Southern Florida, like in Tarpon Springs, um, kind of near Tampa there, that's like all you see is just like sea sponges everywhere. It's like a little Greek town. Um, so basically we decided to do the sea sponges and um, yeah, that was about a year ago. So what they are, they are sourced from the Gulf of Mexico, southern part of Florida, for the Soma sponge, the big one that you use every yep. day in the shower. Yeah. Um, that one's meant for your body. And we have a smaller one as well, which is the Derma sponge. That one's meant for your face. And that one is actually sourced from the Mediterranean Sea off the coast of Greece. Which, I would like to add, is the best exfoliant I've ever used on my face, hands down. It's literally the best. And I'm not even just saying that because it's my, my and brand. I'm not, I'm not saying that because like I like you. It's like the perfect <laughs> amount. so good. <laughs> it is like the perfect amount of exfoliation without being too rough. And the best part, the thing I love the most about it, is that, first of all, they're sustainable, they're eco-friendly, they're cruelty-free, all of that. So it's not like your synthetic sponge or like your makeup sponge, you know, where it's like it's made of dyes, chemicals. It's like a bacteria-infested rag that well, you that's just the other <laughs> thing. drag across your face. <laughs> that's the other thing is like, you know, washcloths, any type of like synthetic material like that, um, huge breeding ground for bacteria. So Bech. the nice thing about these sponges is because they're natural and they're sourced from the ocean, um, they just replenish themselves so they don't collect bacteria. So if you struggle with like acne on your body or your face, that's, I mean, mine, like it's done wonders for me. So that's what I loved about the face sponge too, because whenever I use, I can't use really a lot of skincare products cause my skin will break out. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time I've tried something, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get a new skincare routine. I'm going to like try a new exfoliant. Cause this chick on TikTok said it was great. And I do, it's like instant regret and this has been the one thing that's actually done a unreal job exfoliating my skin. So I just want to say that because I don't know if you guys have problems with that, finding the right product that doesn't drive you absolutely bananas, but this shit, this (laughs) should be dope. (laughs) I'm so glad to hear that, but yeah, no, it's a really great product. And also too, like I said, it's just like so much better for the planet too, because it's not made of plastics and like chemicals and stuff. So, um, and actually too, they save you a lot of money because they last for like a year. I mean, they last a long time, so, I mean, you haven't had to replace yours yet. You no, still not at all. are on the same one, so, yeah, they're great, and they're sustainably harvested, so basically, there are divers that go down, they cut them from the ocean, and just the way that they cut them is, like, perfect for, um, like, regrowth, essentially. Like, propagating. So, yeah, so it's <laughs> like, you collect them, and then they just regrow back, so... Um, that's why they're sustainable, just a much better option than anything, you know, plastic or anything that's just going to get dumped into a landfill after you can actually cut these up. They're biodegradable. So you can like put them in your plants. You can, you know, compost them. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. So lots of benefits to using a natural sea sponge. Highly recommend. I'm going to put a link in the bottom of this podcast episode and then you guys click it. I'm going to, there's going to be a promo code called blue 10 and you guys will get 10% off if you want to get some. It's honestly the perfect gift for Christmas too, because 
is something that everybody would use. Like, it's a great stocking stuffer. Great for girls, great for boys, great for gentlemen, and great for the women's. Boys, don't only think this is a product that your girlfriend should buy. You should definitely get her one for Christmas. Yeah, 100%. Game That'd be changer. Unreal stocking stuffer. What else was I going to say about that sponge? Besides the fact that I smell unreal. Oh, yeah, that I put um, essential oils in it. So today when I was having a fucking meltdown (laughs) a seasonal depression meltdown (laughs) yeah i i keep uh what is it tea tree oil eucalyptus and lavender essential oils in my shower and Mm -hmm. i put some on my sponge i don't know if you guys recommend that or if you're supposed to do it i mean why not but (laughs) it is unreal because it then my whole body comes out smelling like a fresh bouquet of of lavender lavender. (laughs) i was gonna say daisies but that's not true um, yeah, like head to toe. It's the bee's knees. And it's so nice because like, they're so silk, like they work so well for a yeah. dry brush. Like if you need to exfoliate. So basically like when the sponge is dry, it's a little bit on the harder and rougher side. Yeah. So you can use it for dry brushing. You can use it for exfoliating. Feels this so is good. the body sponge, by the way, the Soma sponge. And then once you add water and soap, it becomes this like silk, luxurious, natural loofah basically. Yeah. So it's tough to explain because part. It's wet, so it's like, how could it feel silky if it's wet? But it really does just feel like a ball of silk. You kind of just got to try it to know. Yeah, you do. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. (laughs) So now that my seasonal depression rant is over, I just can't be fucked. I cannot be stuck in that place anymore. I love it when you come over. (laughs) I love it when you come over because it's always a guaranteed belly laugh. And very seldomly does that ever happen where someone makes me laugh as hard as I laugh when you and I are together. Are you saying I'm a comedian? That's a huge compliment coming from an actual comedian. I think you're really funny. Like (laughs) you're funny? Yeah. (laughs) I literally love coming home for visits here because like I just I miss you guys so much when I'm away. It's I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I don't like it when you're gone, really. I mean, I'm happy for you, and like, I'm happy that we do fun things and with our lives. But it's also like, come on, man. Like, I think the solution for that is you just need to come with me. I think so too. I think that we should probably both be moving down south. Where the well, and that's another thing too is like, if it were that easy just to move to the states, I would have been there, done that, you mm-hmm. know, full time so long ago. But it's kind of complicated just because of like the whole immigration thing and um, it's like impossible to get a visa in the States. You know, you kind of like got to get married or be like an Elon Musk or some shit. (laughs) Well, those are options. (laughs) You know, you got to be like a somebody to just easily get, but yeah, or else I would totally have been down there like so long ago. But the nice thing is you do get six months of the year to be down there. So I kind of like, we'll spend six months in the U S and then just kind of like travel to other hot destinations like Mexico throughout yes. the winter. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to go to travel more um, once our, we're not going down this rabbit hole, but once our, I almost said fuck again, once our country. <laughs> it's so funny because when you told me earlier, like, hey, we want to come over and record a podcast, I was literally thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm going to say the word fuck so many times. And I have to like be conscious of it. It's terrible. To not drop it. And I'm, it's, yeah, but you're actually doing worse than me. Thank you. <laughs> Well, you, so you just bring you just bring out the best in me i guess I it know. is hard though man like ever since too like i shared on the podcast how i was saved and i really really want to pay attention to the language that i use because you're either speaking life or you're speaking death and it's hard because i have a lot of stories that i want to share so that people can relate to them to, to help them get out mm-hmm. which is dark enough and then i cuss like a trucker and so doing this podcast it's so hard because it's all these old habits when you've been saying all this awful stuff your entire life 
now I really have to pay attention and I get fired up quick. So I know. Oh, you're telling me. You I know. Me on the phone you. earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's another story. Fuck you, Terry. Yeah. Terry, if you're listening, give me my money back. You scammed us. Long story short, my friend and I rented a place in Vancouver and we fell victim of fraud. A fraud. Like a straight up fraud, basically. Um, so Terry, please give me my damage deposit back. <laughs> like, if you hear this, call me. <laughs> like, or just direct deposit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like just, you know, e-transfer is fine too, but just yeah. like, yeah. Oh my gosh. This is why I wanted to have you on the show because there's so many funny stories that I want to share with people, and I didn't come with a list, but I think we're gonna be able to we're gonna be able to improv improv pretty well, I think. Yeah. I have to tell you, still, what's the date? We are December, mid December, 2022. I went to the gym the other day with a buddy of mine. Walk in, ding ding, okay, yeah, thanks. Take my shoes off. Walk over to get to the women's change room. You pass a couple of machines, so there's like some treadmills, some ellipticals, and then some whatever the heck in the back and we're passing them and there is a man i kid you not just power walking okay and he's sweating like on the treadmill on the treadmill just giving her and this man has a face diaper strapped to him still no still no not covering the nose because he needs to breathe but just covering his mouth still while he's on the treadmill. And I, I just like i don't even know what to do i stare because i'm in disbelief i'm like you're gonna hurt yourself you're breathing in your own filth. You're breathing in your own sut. And uh, you're like sweating. Like he's going to have to wring out his mask after from all of the... <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Like no disrespect. But I cannot imagine wearing a mask on a treadmill. Like I'm wheezing enough as it is. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, yeah. That sounds terrible. Still. So I just wanted to let you know and let people listening to this, especially those of you in the southern states who... Don't know what's going on in Canada. It's still a gong show and people wear masks to work out inside on treadmills because mental health, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, that was it's, a- it's going to save lives. So just- yeah, because it saves lives. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw that yesterday and that was in this town. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> it's sad times, man. I was wondering if you would share that story. Um- <laughs> oh, man, which one? <laughs> About that time that that naked woman broke into your house. <laughs> it like sounds so crazy but i swear like it's true so um where do i even begin okay so when i very first moved to like vancouver um i lived on top of a mountain and i lived next to sfu and um basically one day i was at home working i don't know why that's relevant but it's just the fact that like i lived on top of a mountain so the only people that are really up there are like students and stuff so it's it's like it was just so random that i had a like probably 40 year old lady break into my house buck naked well no she wasn't buck naked she just wasn't wearing pants or underwear (laughs) she's halfway there okay so basically what happened was i was at home working and um my golden at the time i had a dog um different dog at that time but was like laying on my feet and I'm at home working, whatever, just like so in the zone. I think I probably had music playing, so I didn't hear the door open, like wasn't really paying attention. Oh, so, so you were in your house. Oh yeah, I was home. Oh, okay. I was home. So I was sitting at like just the dining room table in the living room and my dog at the time was laying on my feet and he like got up and walked into like the living room and it kind of just got my attention, I think. I was like, oh, like what's he doing? And I look over to see what he's doing and there is a lady standing like, probably six seven feet away from me just staring into my soul and she looked 
just like not okay at all. Um, uh, yeah, like I actually thought I was hallucinating or something. I was like, what is going on right now? It was so weird to me. Dude, because, I like, would have thought that too. I didn't hear the door open. And I was just like, how long has she been staying there for? <laughs> like, am I tripping right now? So I obviously like, kind of like scream or like yelp. I was like, you know. <laughs> and I was just like, what are you doing? Like, I just didn't even know. Because she was just staring at me. So in my head at the time, I was kind of thinking like, well, since I didn't hear her walk in, is, is someone else in my house? Because like my oh. bedrooms were at the like front by the door. So I was kind of like did she break in with somebody? Like, is she kind of like guarding me and like being a distraction? Like while they're robbing, like what is she doing here? Right. Yeah. She's not saying anything. She's not doing anything. She's just staring at me. So I just keep asking her, I'm like, what are you doing here? Like, why are you in my apartment? And she's not saying anything. And then all of a sudden she just walks over to the couch, which was like just on the other side of me, like, you know, five feet away. And she sits down and that's when I realize she's not wearing pants or underwear. Her coochie was just flat out out and I'm like because she was wearing like a longer t-shirt and sweater that was like kind of covering her genitalia (laughs) and so I didn't notice at first I was just so confused and she walks over and sits on my couch and I'm like okay she's gonna stay a while (laughs) so she sits down and I'm like is that her snatch just oh my god I'm like what the hell so I'm just like okay like what like I'm just still trying to get answers from her And finally, she just starts, like, crying hysterically and, like, having this, like, breakdown, like a conniption fit. And in my head, I'm thinking, like, okay, did this girl, is this going to be one of those crazy stories where this girl is, like, she's been kidnapped or something and, like, she just escaped and, I don't know, like, she's like, why aren't you wearing pants or underwear, right? And, like, I live way, it's not just, like, I live, you know, like, off a busy street or something. It's, like, I, it's a trek to get up there. Like, you have to drive all the way up there. So I'm thinking, like... Where did you come from? Where did you come from? Yeah. And also, too, like, you need a fob to get into the building. So I'm like, you would have had to have been in the building before. So how did you get into my unit, right? Sketchy. So... Then um, she's, like, just crying and, like, having a meltdown. And then I start to feel bad. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, did this... Something happen to this girl? So I'm like, are you okay? Like, did something happen? And then this, like, crying goes on for a while. She, like, can't say anything. She's, like, just making these crazy noises. And then she just stops and, like, looks me dead in the eyes. And she starts laughing hysterically. And I'm like, okay, this girl's on crack. (laughs) Like, there's something's, like, not right, right? But also, too, mind you, my dog, I have a golden retriever, like, the friendliest dog breed in the world. So, worst watchdog ever. Because he just runs up and he's, like, trying to get pets and like belly rubs from her like he's like you know pay attention to me I'm like trying to hold him back and he's like trying to like greet her (laughs) and like hang out with her I'm like no so anyways she starts freaking out and I'm just like okay this girl's obviously like on drugs something's not right so I'm just gonna grab my dog and go in the hallway and call the police I guess like I don't know so I grab my dog I go in the hallway call the police and I like you know we tell them Hey, like, there's a female intruder, I guess, in my house. Um, she's not wearing pants or underwear. So, like, can you come do something about this? And they're like, yeah, okay, we'll come. So they come. And the first people that get there, I think, <laughs> were the police. I can't remember. But um, they walk, or they meet me in the hallway, and they're like, okay, where is she? And I'm like, well, I left her sitting on my couch, so, like, she's probably still there. So we open the door, and, like, the first thing you can see is the couch, and she's not there. So we're like, oh, no. Like, oh, my god, Where is she? I see my balcony door. It's open. I'm like, did she jump off the balcony? Like, what is going on? Like, am I going to get sued for this girl breaking in? So then I'm, like, looking in the bedrooms, and she's laying in my bed. No. Yeah. So basically, we just, like, had to redo the whole place and get, you know, everything new after this incident. I was traumatized, so... <laughs> 
Um, so anyways, the police officer like, oh yeah, okay, wow, like she really does not have pants or underwear on. And I'm like, yeah, I told you that. <laughs> and they're like, well, do you have any pants that you can like give her? I'm like, not really. Like I just moved out here. I have like a suitcase and stuff. But obviously I felt really bad for her. So I like went through my stuff, found her, whatever, like a pair of shorts or something. And I'm like, okay, here, you guys can like give this to her. And they're like, that's the thing. Since we're all male cops, you have to put it on her. I'm like, oh. what? I'm like, I, why wouldn't you send a female cop? And me, I think I was, like, 20 at the time. I was, like, all nervous. And I'm, like, okay, like, the police are in my house. I'm, like, you know, freaking out. I don't know what's going on. So I'm just, like, doing as they tell me to do, do what they tell me to do. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, like, the EMTs show up and, like, fire department and everything. And then she, like, is just really messed up. Like, she's almost, like, just not coherent whatsoever. Like, borderline, like, overdosing um, in my bed. And so the paramedics and stuff are like trying to you know like make sure she's okay and like get her I guess like in a condition enough that they can like take her out and like take her to the hospital um so then yeah they that's what happened and basically the long story short is that like she I guess lived in 502 and we lived in 202 and it's just girl that was there like she was just addicted to drugs I guess and just the wrong apartment I don't know what she went to do like went to go for a walk or something and took the elevator back upstairs and thought she was, like, on her floor because it would have been, like, in the exact same spot as the hallway, like, you know, at the end of the hallway. So, um, she just walked in, and I guess when she walked in, she just didn't want to leave. So, yeah, that happened, and that was crazy, and ever since then, I lock my door even when I'm at home. Like, I never thought about that before. I'm like, who's gonna break in when I'm at home? And, like, when you live in a condo, you don't think about it, but, yeah, that was probably, like, one of the trippiest things That is ever. crazy. Mm-hmm. That was a really long story, but lots of detail to it. And uh, you don't don't be stressed. Now. <laughs> We're not, not going to retake the podcast. Take <laughs> yeah. five. That's the story. You get it for the version I told it in. I'm not editing it. That, so that's, can... It is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> One time when I was in Vancouver, when I was living in like on Maine, they I there was this homeless guy sitting on a bench in the mall, and it was in that little plaza. So there. It wasn't a big mall. It was just a kind of, there was maybe five stores and then a grocery store mm-hmm. in it. And there was one bench and I went in there to get groceries the one day and he was laying on the bench and really smelled bad, like not in a good place. Yeah. And that's so sad too. Like even this yeah. girl, I felt so bad. It's just like, I mean, obviously like addiction is terrible and oh, I, like, it's awful. You know, it's like, you're not in the right mind. I felt really bad for her, but I was also freaking out because I'm like, I don't know what kind of drugs you're like, you know, when people are on meth, they have like super, super strength. People always ask me like, why didn't you kick her ass and like, just drag her out of like, your apartment. And I'm like, Dude. because I didn't know if she was going to like turn around and knife me. Like, I don't know. Like, and they do have like, when you're super on strength, that, yeah. like they don't kill you. Right. So it's I was like just like Marvel really trying shit. to be as like calm and like understanding as I could. And I also too, like once I realized she was on drugs, I like, I did feel really bad. So it was a sad situation, but like kind of just crazy. So yeah. Like, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but no, that's anyways, okay. that's so okay. you're talking about the smelly man on Maine. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, like, like <laughs> yes, yes. Thank yeah. you for reminding me. I, I walked by him and he asked me for money and I was like, I don't like, I don't, I didn't have any money. And, I was like, sorry, no. But then I went in to get my groceries at Save On Foods. And I came back, and when I was getting groceries, I was like, well, I'll get them like one of those hot meals with like the chicken and then the, the, the little yeah, yeah. wedge potatoes or whatever. Right. So like, I'll get him one of those and I'll get him a bag of groceries or whatever. So I got him a bag of groceries and a hot meal and I came out and he was sleeping on the bench still. So 
but he was sitting up sleeping. Mm-hmm. So I just, I set the gro- grocery bag in front of him and then I just tapped him on the leg to let him know like, Hey, sorry, I didn't have any money, but here's some food if you're hungry. Yeah. Tap him on the leg and he wakes up and does he not freak out to accusing me of trying to like do bad things to him and what? gets in my, fi- Oh yeah. Gets in you're my, like, fi- fine. Let me just take my chicken dinner back. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, fine, I'll take the chicken. <laughs> take it home. And I was a vegan at the time, too. So I, I actually oh. did have to take my groceries home. I didn't leave them with him because he was so... Like, agitated? It was obviously a mental health yeah. thing that was happening. But he was... And ever since then, I had been, like, scared of... Mm-hmm. Uh, Interacting with... Like, I've been a little bit scared of homeless people. And I know that's a, not... I don't mean that in a bad way, but just, like that was mortifying. Like just a bad experience. Really got right up in my face and was like close. Someone had to come out of the store. Are you serious? Oh yeah. Someone had to come come out of the store and like get between him and I, because I was like, I didn't know what to say. I was like, he was about to throw hands. (laughs) Oh yeah. He was about to choke me out in the middle of freaking Savon food. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But that was so scary. Vancouver is a crazy place. Like if you've never been there and you've never driven down Hastings before, it's so sad, but like there's a huge problem that needs to be dealt with. Oh with, yeah. Like, yeah. Like I would take it cause I used to live in Yaletown, right? And then like my office was more Eastman. So I would have to drive down Hastings every single day to get to my office. And there's like one stoplight at the really, really bad intersection. Yep. So for you, for those of you Made who don't know, Hastings. yeah, for those of you who don't know, Hastings street is just basically this long street in Vancouver that runs through the middle of downtown and it's just where all, like, homeless people, like, addicts, prostitutes, like, everybody just kind of hangs out there. And it's yeah. just, like, skid row, basically. But it's, like, something you've never seen. Like, I'm talking, like, thousands of people. Yeah. So, like, all in one area. So I would drive down that street every day and, like, I would stop at that light. And, like, in the time that I'm stopped at, like, a one-minute light, I would literally see somebody, like, buy drugs, like, load up the needle tie up their arm, inject it, and start tripping. Like, every just morning, on the street, like just right in there. one minute at one stoplight, like, guarantee you're going to see something like that. Or, like, you're seeing people overdosing just on the streets all day, yeah, every it's day. Sad. And it's, like, my, actually, like, one of my ex-boyfriends, his best friend is a um, firefighter mm. for uh, Vancouver Fire Department. And so that's what they deal so much of with, is, like, just overdoses 24-7. is a huge yeah. fentanyl problem. So... Basically, he was saying, like, they would get a call of someone overdosing on fentanyl, and they would go and, like, give them, you know, whatever, the naloxone or whatever, the, Mm -hmm. you know, the stuff that, like, brings you back to life. And then the people would, like, wake up, and, like, their heart would start again, and they would be freaking out on the EMTs for, like, ruining their high. And it's like, we just saved your life, like, you were just dying and overdosing, but they're just so messed up, you know, and, like, they just are fiending for that fix. So they obviously know that, like, whatever they have is just, it's going to kill them. It's, it's fentanyl. But then the next day, they get another call to go back to someone that's overdosing, and it's the same person, obviously, overdosing off the same badge. It's like, they just want to chase that high so bad, knowing that, yeah, like, it's, sad. you know, it's really sad. It's really sad. And it's crazy, too, because some people, like, a friend of mine was a nurse when I was living there, and she volunteered a lot down in East Hastings. And she was saying, you just have such a wide range of people. You have people there that are um, there because of drug addiction and, um, and like, the, what you would, the stereotypical things that you would think. Mm-hmm. And there's people who are prostituting down there. And, but she said there's also another batch of people down there that literally are there because they don't want to be a part of society. And I was like, what? She goes, oh, yeah. 
Like they just don't want to work. They just don't they don't want to. They don't. Not that they don't don't want to work. They had jobs. They just. It's like a different world operating down there. And she was saying mm-hmm. that they um how they run things was there's a market. There's like that uh market where they sell stuff right with the blue tents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what was it called? Do you remember? I don't know. East Hastings Market. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's just like mostly all stolen shit. Like people, like if you got your bike stolen in Vancouver, the first place you go check is that market. Cause like nine out of 10, nine out of 10 times it's there. It'll be there. Yeah. She was saying that people down there. So, cause one of her, it was one of her, uh, clients that she was working with. Um, and she would, people from West Vancouver, and if you're not familiar with, um, the area it's just an exceptionally rich part of vancouver on the other side of lionsgate bridge they would come down to east van to that area where the the shop was Mm -hmm. it's not a shop it's a bunch of tents outside and they would say hey i need a blender and they would give them the brand and they'd say okay and then they would go to walmart like people from east Hastings go to walmart steal blenders comforters like really really nice stuff no way oh yeah and then they would bring it back and then sell it to the people from west van for like 50% of what they would pay full price for it. That's crazy. Cause like if you're living in West Van, you already have like money, 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 like, money. Why are you going for stolen goods? Mm-hmm. Why don't you just go to Walmart and like pay the $30 for a blender? And that's why it's like, it's just a total different world. And the cops don't really do the same roles in that area as they would do in different areas of Vancouver. Like more things will slide right there. Right. Like if they see people shooting, you cops won't pull you over if they see you shooting up on the sidewalk. Yeah, as long as you're, like, doing it in that area, it's just kind of like, oh, like, they just kind of, I think, look at them as, like, lost cause. Like, what are we going to do? Arrest them for... Like, they couldn't? Like, where would they all go? Yeah, and that's the thing. You know what I heard? I don't know if this is true, so don't quote me on this, but... Don't quote her. Don't quote me. Don't fact check me, you know? Don't get me canceled. (laughs) But um, someone was once telling me that the reason Hastings Street is the way it is, and that's where all the, like, anybody that's homeless or, like, you know, is addicted to... Or just has, like, really severe mental health issues that, like, are leading them to addiction... That's why everyone goes there is because um, there was, like, a mental institution, I think, somewhere in Vancouver or, like, maybe just outside of Vancouver, um, a huge institution, and it just shut down one day. And they were just like, well, where are we going to put all these people? And they just took them to Hastings Street, and they're just like, they just dropped them off, I guess. And, like, that's how it started. But I don't know if that's true or not. It wouldn't surprise me. I just wonder why, like, why that area? Like, something would have had to happen in the beginning for them to all kind of, like... Determine that like, that's going to be their area. But also the, I know that the climate, they come from all over Canada to go oh, there. Oh yeah, people will take buses. They'll to take like, buses mm-hmm. for the winter time at least because that's the warmest area in Canada. Yeah, and that makes sense. And you know what's crazy too is like just on the topic about like blenders and like that market. What? So I just recently went to Vancouver to get rid of a ton of stuff. I that thought was you were going to say to buy a blender. <laughs> no, 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 listen to this. So I was like, I need to like do some crazy cleaning and yeah. like, I just need to get rid of stuff. So went through my locker and I just like had boxes and boxes of stuff. And I'm like, okay, I don't want this. Like I can just donate all this stuff. I had like so much stuff to just donate. And one of my best friends was with me to Alexandra and we're like, we're like, where are we going to bring this stuff? Like, you know, like we're going to have to like Uber. Cause like we didn't have a car in Vancouver. We were just, you know, they're yeah. visiting. So I'm like, well, like, do I Uber this stuff to like a shelter somewhere, like a donation spot somewhere? And then we're like, well, like, surely somebody on Hastings would just take it. And, like, you know what I mean? And, like, we sell it. So we literally loaded up all these boxes into an Uber XL and then went to Hastings Street or, like, that area. And we found this couple that was, like, obviously homeless and, like, you know, probably 
like, struggling. yeah, struggling for sure. Um, living on the streets. And I was, I thought they were honestly going to tell me to fuck off and be like, we don't want your stuff. But I was like, Hey, like on the off chance, do you guys want any of this stuff? Like, I don't know if you could use it. I felt bad cause it was a lot of like home stuff and I'm like, mm. they don't have it. So I'm not trying to like, you know, but I just yeah. thought like resell it maybe. And they were so happy. They were like, you made our day. Like, this is so great. And it was like blender. <laughs> That's what made me think of it. I had a blender in there. I just like appliances like smaller stuff yeah. not appliances but like smaller kitchen stuff and like all sorts of things and they took it all and they were like this is a great like we can you know like take this to the market and like resell yeah. it that's great and then they were like well how are we gonna get it to the market and I was like I will call you an uber right now if you just take this stuff and get it out of my life <laughs> so I literally called them like an uber xl and I just they loaded all the stuff up and I sent it to that Hastings market they told me what street it was at and they went there and hopefully they sold it all and made some money wow that's awesome yeah so one time I was driving, or I wasn't driving, sorry, I took the bus down to get my uh, passport dealt with, and the bus was stopped. This is when I had first moved out to Vancouver, mm-hmm. and so I was not familiar with the tweaking that I would see. It was I, It's I, new. It's a shock when you first see it. Especially coming from a small town, you show up there, and nobody's phased by it, mm-hmm. so it's even weirder because it's like, you look around and no one's even... Like, that's an eye. Yeah. That's an eye at the fact that people are just shooting up on the streets. So the bus stops on, I'm on this bus. We go through Hastings. So it's like, I'm like, what is going on? I'm a little bit nervous and people get on and off. There's two stops on that, on that section where it's like, okay, you know? Yeah. Um, so one dude gets off and goes in front of the bus and throws a full blown milkshake at the the front, starts cussing. Obviously he was on drugs because he was fine when he was sitting there eating his, drinking his milkshake on the bus. And then when he got off, he just ran to the front of the bus, threw his milkshake at it, and it was, like, <laughs> splattered. Like, who hurt you? <laughs> and the bus driver just, like, doesn't even care because it's just, like, he's, this is just another day. all day, every day. You know, have you seen the milk guy in Vancouver? Mm. There's a guy on Hastings, and he buys, a, you know, like, a, the big jugs of milk. Like, okay. the big jugs of milk. Yeah, like the four liters. And he goes into the middle of the road, and he just dumps all over himself. And I've seen this happen, like, at least on three or four different occasions. What is he doing? A baptism? I think I actually have a video of it because like one time I rented um like an Airbnb downtown and he somehow ended up on like that street it wasn't even on Hastings street but it was like kind of a couple blocks over and the weird thing about this street is like you have this street of like homeless people and then there's like a Cartier and like a Gucci and like just so many like luxury stores and like really nice it's like it's just a really weird mix of both worlds and because one street over will be like a tourist destination, really, really in a gas town. Yeah, yeah. And then that street is just like nuts. So, yeah, no. So I was like standing on the balcony one time watching this with my dad. And we're like, is that guy dumping milk all over himself? <laughs> and we're like, just like, what the hell? And then a year later, I saw him again. So, yeah. Doing the same thing? Doing the same thing, yeah. Wow. Maybe it's his yearly ba- baptism. Maybe. Another time when I was on the bus, I, again, early on when I was visiting, we were stopped and this guy was like doing the weird, you know how there's kind of a dance that when like they're tweaking out, they're kind of rock a Rocking. little bit and lean back. Yeah. Lean with it. <laughs> yeah. That's the song I was thinking. <laughs> um, so he's doing that and I'm just like looking out the window uh, thinking what's going on here, bud. And then he goes over to a light post with like a pole, right? Mm-hmm. And wraps his hands around it and then, um, tries to like have sex with it oh okay yeah. and that's when i was like 
this is and no once again no one's batting an eye and no, i'm like it's the norm and i'm just staring out the window so i'm looking out the window this guy's trying to have sex with a light post and then i'm looking back in the bus and everyone just is minding their own business just another Unfazed. day i'm just just a daily commute yeah dude you know what what one of what is this going to be probably the topic of the show i guess is like vancouver stories versus seasonal depression in southwestern on terrible sponges but and sponges yeah. and naked people breaking into my condo. naked people <laughs> having sex with poles naked people breaking into homes naked people dumping milk on themselves <laughs> it's just like wow this is what i mean crazy when I'm like, world out there people who tune into the show for the first time i'm just like guys uh, it's just buckle it's up man <laughs> um what was i gonna tell you oh yeah when i the one of the first times that Okay. Whoa, careful, buddy. Leo's like, like nearly over. bonking the microphone. One of so when I first moved out to Vancouver, I lived with Sharissa for a couple months, and I had no friends, I had no job, I had n- nothing really going on. So it was just you introducing me to people, and then you told me about this is the first time that I had like gone on Bumble, mm-hmm. and um. You're like, yeah, It's a, at the time it was like a better app because the woman messaged first, I think, right? Yeah. So I matched with someone. I'm like, okay, this dude looks normal. I let you scope him out and you're like, yeah. I think yep. I remember this story. He's cute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's cute. He's normal. He has a job. I'm going to go on, on this date. And you're like, okay. So we were at a hookah bar with you and some of your friends. I'm like, okay, this guy's going to come and pick me up on the date. Here's where we're going. Right. Whatever, whatever. I get in his car. Car's super clean. Everything seems normal. He seems fine. And then we go to a restaurant. We're sitting outside, and I just noticed that this dude was, like, a little too excited and a little too jittery, and I had rips in my jeans, and he would put his hand on my lap and, like, rub the rips. Not in a sexual way, but in, like, a... In, like... It's, like, this feels kind of cool. Yeah, he said, this feels kind of cool. And then, so I learned on the date that this guy was on Molly... Right. The, on the so this is my first time using the dating app, my first time in Vancouver, first date on Van, in Vancouver, and this effing dude is litty like a titty, pupils bigger than freaking pancakes popping out of his face. Just popped a Tesla before before your taking date. me on a date, and I was so naive. Thinking, could you imagine? Like I could. That's crazy. There's no way I could go on a date. And he picked me up in his oh, car. Molly. He drove me there. Yeah, that's actually. I'm like, scary. you're on Molly, and you drove me here. Like, I did, couldn't tell. Maybe he was just started rolling while we were at the, at the bar or the the restaurant. But like, that was crazy. And there was something that was else so that he crazy. did that was effing weird. Because I was texting you. He's like, I hope you don't think I'm too weird. Like, blah blah blah. And then I'm like, okay, that's fine. You're not, of course, haha. And then I went to the bathroom to call you and text yeah, you. Yeah, there was something else I remember. And then I'm like, I need to get out of this date now. Like, this is sketchy. He's being weird. And you're like, okay, like, where are you? I'm like, I'm in the bathroom. And she, you're like, okay, well, try and go. You're, oh, that's what you're doing. You're trying to get me to leave the date and, like, not tell him I was leaving. But just, just go, go <laughs> Like, get out of there. And I was like, okay, coming up with this plan. And then I come out of the bathroom with this plan in my head after talking to you about how I'm going to get out of this situation. I come out of the women's bathroom. He comes out of the men's at the exact same time. No. And I'm like, oh, hey. He's like, oh, what were you doing? Calling your friends, figuring out how you were going to escape the date? And <laughs> I was like. exactly oh. what I was doing. <laughs> I was like, he was like listening through the wall. <laughs> that was terrible. 
Like that's crazy. So I can't remember. Did you end up sticking it out, or like did I come get you, or did you come back? Or, like, I what happened? Think I. I don't. That's hot, tough. So so many years ago, I just remember if I saw his face again, I'd remember because I'm like, bro, your eyes were so big and so were your teeth, and <laughs> he. But I don't remember if you picked me up or not. I definitely didn't. He definitely didn't drive me anywhere after that because he was lit. But yeah. Fi- oh my god, was crazy. crazy. I am so over like any dating app, like Dude. hand, raya, tender, bum, whatever it is. Like Dude. I just have yeah. I'm done with it. I think you I'm know, just done dating forever. <laughs> you know what? I haven't, um, yeah, I am too. I'm dating Jesus. I have to show you something actually. Did I, is my phone in here? Um, I have to show you this. Oh no, actually pull your phone up. Cause okay. I sent a screenshot to you Okay. and I'm going to go to our conversation and I have to read this because I don't like, I'm not dating. I can't like, I'm definitely have a lot of stuff to work through from my, the abusive relationship I was in still. Months and months and or however long it's been later, I'm still not in a good place, which maybe I'll do a whole podcast episode about one time, but I can't be dating. But sometimes I think I can. Leo, you this lay dog, down, buddy. You were doing so good. You were doing so good, Leo. Okay. Don't get excited now. Um, I was doing minutes. really well for a while thinking like, okay, like I'm in a good place now. I found God. I've been working really hard, focusing on all things I need to focus on, not been dating. Maybe I'll download a dating app and like see what's out there. Oh, but I'm like, I'm not going to do Tinder. I'm not going to do Bumble or whatever the heck is out there. Mm-hmm. So if you ever see my picture on any of those apps, it is not me. Um, but I'll download this Christian dating app. Upward. Upward. <laughs> I was like, maybe there will be some normal dudes on there, like Christian oh, conservative yes, dudes that on this app. Right. Yeah, that's screenshot. Let me screenshot. find it. Okay, let me find so it. So I download this app and um, I am like swiping through, trying to find a, a decent human being and I find this man, okay? And this is what it says. First of all, first word on it. I'm not going to say his name because that's rude, but it says, faith is a journey. Josh 32. <laughs> Josh, if you're listening to this, change your upper profile. Change. It says, faith is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy traveling, being outdoors, good food and drinks and nice conversation. Okay. Chemistry is key. Pro-choice, pro-LGBT rights. Jesus would be a liberal. Trump is not a Christian. Oh, what? And Biden is? Like... So I'm like, I hit that and I just screenshotted it and I sent it to you and like highlighted it. I'm like, you've got to be joking me. So I'm not dating either. Anyways, I'm not if like, I can't like, what are we supposed to do with this? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I just have never had like, and it's weird too, because like during COVID, obviously people weren't, you know, like able to go out as much and like meet people organically. And then I feel like it just kind of turned into like meeting people online is just the thing to do now. Cause that's just what people had to do for like a year yeah. or two years. And I hate it. It sucks. Like I just hate, especially the talking phase because it's like, you don't know who somebody is until you actually meet them. Nope. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't take what people say, like for like, you can't take their word for it. You just have to let them show you. And it's just crazy. Like, you know, people will like, say they're this type of person, they want this, blah, blah, blah. And then you meet them and it's just like, whoa. A gong show. Yeah. So I just, I hate the talking phase. I just feel like it's such a waste of time. It's like... Because you're putting in work, like, some, you're, you're like talking getting to for know, months. And it's, like, sometimes, like, you know, like, busy schedules, like, you're traveling, but, like, you know, you're hitting it off with the person, like, you want to keep in touch, like, while you're traveling, while you're whatever. So it's, like, you kind of get into the conversation, like, get into the person and whatever, like, you keep chatting. And sometimes that can go on for, like, weeks, months, 
whatever. And then it's like you meet them and you're like, what is this? Like, and it's not even like catfishing. It's personality fishing. It's like yeah. you pretended to be somebody for that long and now it's you're going to behave this way? Yeah, it's like people seem so nice. Then you meet them and I'm like, you are actually the biggest douchebag I've ever met in my life like I can't believe I just talked to you for like two three months straight Mm -hmm. before meeting you and like I had a completely different like perception Mm -hmm. of like who I thought you were but that's another thing I learned too was like you can't like make up kind of like you can't like just what's the word I'm looking for projecting what you want you can't yeah not like put anyone on a pedestal that's not what I'm talking about but like you can't um you can't like start Thinking too far in, yeah, imagining, like, oh, this person seems so great, like, I could see myself dating them, and doing this with them, and blah, 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 like, because that just, that version of that person, like, probably, I'm not saying all the time, but, like, likely does not exist, you know, and... I think that's most women, like, I think most women do that, once we start talking to someone, we start thinking about the possibilities, and we start picturing boom, 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 Mm -hmm. all these things. Well, I mean, like, I'm 28, I'm not dating to like fuck around you know what I yeah. mean and like just casual like I'm dating like if I'm gonna date you and I'm gonna invest my time and energy into you like I it's supposed to like go somewhere you know yes. what I mean and it doesn't it's not like to say things have to be serious right off the bat like, I don't want that obviously I think it's important to like be friends with someone and get to know them but like I'm not here to hook up you know mm-hmm. what I mean I'm not here for like temporary like experiences yeah. I am like that's not why I'm on a dating app so um, but I feel like right now it's just like hookup culture. Like that's what everybody's after. Yeah. And that's just, I'm not down with it. So for that reason, I think I am off every dating app, but we'll see how long that lasts for. Yeah. Next <laughs> I go time you come. For, like I just like did like a four month hiatus. I'm like, okay, I'm not logging into a dating app. I'm not whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, you know, four months goes by. I'm like, okay. Like, you know, I've been working on myself the last four months and I'm mm-hmm. feeling good. Maybe, maybe I'll give this, this dating thing another go. First person I meet regret it instantly. Haven't logged on since. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, no. I know. I remember. I just like to meet people in person because I feel like you know, the first time you meet someone, if you can shoot the shit and be friends, because that is important first. Because mm-hmm. if you can't get along as friends, then like, what are you doing? Yeah, you know? totally. And you can't tell that from a dating app. Mm-hmm. And but we, I don't go anywhere and I don't do anything, so I also just can't meet people. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you know that like you know all guys or all people like aren't the same, but I don't know if it's like the people on dating apps, but it's really starting to seem like everybody is the same, and I know that that's not true, and like you have to you know like not think that way, but I have had some like really crazy experiences, like I've you know like gone on dates with people I've like flown across the world to go see people that I've been talking to for six eight months and you know facetiming the whole nine like everything and really thinking like I have a good idea of who this person is I go visit them spend a week there like we hit it off everything's great I get back to Canada I find out they've had a girlfriend for a whole year and I'm like or a wife or yeah Yeah. it's just like I am stunned like I find this stuff out after the fact because you know, like, things get brought to my attention, or, like, something pops up, and I think it's a little sketchy, I do some digging, and I'm like, wow, like, you really, like, just spend a week with me, and you have a whole girlfriend of a year, like, that is insane to me, and so it just, like, makes me, I'm like, even if I do get into a relationship, like, you really got to be able to trust that person, and that's why I think, like, I just don't put up with anything, like, the first red flag now, I'm just like, "Mm, don't like it, not gonna roll with it, so, yeah. Yeah, sometimes I think I miss dating, and then I, I actually can't say I go on a date because I 
It was so much fun when you were younger. Like, going on dates was like, yeah, like, you know, meeting new people. But now I'm just like, it's exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, yeah, it, I just, I don't know. Yeah. So if you have any recommendations, people, on, like, how to, like, date people without using a, like, I mean, other than going out, I guess, and meeting people, but. I think we just have to go places and do things. I think we just need to get out of the house more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, and too, it's like when you meet people traveling as well, like when I'm traveling so often, it's just like, that's what I feel like people are not in the same space as me. Like people aren't kind of like looking for anything I'm not serious. Even anything serious. I'm just looking for, like to connect with good people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like just don't be a bad person. Like don't lie. Don't whatever. Like pretty basic stuff. Yeah. Like I don't think I'm asking for a lot. No. But I just feel like, yeah, like, when you meet people on the go and, like, other, a lot of the time, they're just, like, you know, so many people I meet, they're like, oh, I'm on, like, an eight-month, like, traveling hiatus right now. So I'm like, okay, so I'm not looking for anything serious. Got it. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be interesting, too. I'd love to hear from you guys listening. If, especially the dudes, like, is it that bad for dudes out there, too, with dating apps? I wonder if women are just as bad. Oh, I believe it. Like, we probably are. Yeah. In different ways. Maybe the same ways. I think just overall dating online is just not... I think it's just a bad idea. No, I think it's a bad... (laughs) Let's just cancel it. Tinder's cancelled, Bumble's cancelled, Christian Mingle's cancelled, Raya's cancelled. And it's like, don't lie about your height, too. That's another thing. Thank you! That's another thing. Like, if you're 5'7", don't say you're 5'9". Just say you're 5'7". You know who you are, too. (laughs) Honestly, honestly, like, I'm 5'2", I'm already short, like, I can... Short Kings, like, shout out Short Kings. Like, just don't... Like, why are you lying? Like, you're already just setting the... like the tone to be bad right off the bat true don't, you know it's the little things like it that shouldn't matter so don't i think lie that it. you should lie about your height on well i guess that would be lying and that's really not helping but lie about your put height. my height and say i'm six two <laughs> yeah and then you know no one you'll just kind of fish them out that way but it's easier I, for me because yeah. i'm five eleven yeah like you could get away with saying you're six feet <laughs> Yeah, but it is annoying though. If they're like they're six one, I'm like I played volleyball. I know what a six one person looks like because I was a shorty on the team. And if I pull up to a date and you were five eight or you were five ten, just I mean, just don't lie. Right? Yeah, it's annoying. If you're nice, you're nice. You know, if you're a good person, you're a good person. Yeah. Don't lie about your height, guys. Girls too. Do girls lie about that? I well, I just know. told you to. So yeah. <laughs> talk about ADHD I just paused the show to go find my phone so that I could show Sharissa this thing that I uh she like takes two steps out the door and she's like what was I what was I doing again (laughs) I'm like I don't know I thought you were gonna show me something yeah and then my phone was actually just beside me the entire time so that's awesome. awesome I want you to just listen to this and tell me um I don't think you I don't know if you've heard this person speak or if you know who this person is it's irrelevant I just want you to listen to it because I laughed so hard. Let me pull this up here. Where is it? It's in my saved for my funnies, my later funnies when I'm depressed. Are you ready? I gotta mm-hmm. hold it up to the mic so you guys can hear too. Listen. Tell me. I want this. is. It's gonna be a game. Just one okay. round though, okay? Okay. Listen to this response and I want you to reiterate back to me. Oops. I want you to reiterate back to me what this person said. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, I, I just do. I, I think that that simply is also Leah. That's 
talk about the trillions in, in massive tax uh, tax uh, cuts to the corporate uh, tax uh, structure as well. True, you know, trillions of dollars that have added to the deficit, and and now they still want to support those as well. True, I think in terms of being very serious about uh, addressing inflation is is making sure that those rates are brought back into a line with what they they should have been, uh, where they're able to. Uh, fight uh, the, 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 the deficit. <laughs> if that didn't sound like a 50-year-old man, I would have thought that was coming from a kindergartner. <laughs> like, what was that shit? So, what did they say? Uh, something about trillions of dollars, and I honestly couldn't even fucking keep up. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not, I'm honestly not even too sure. <laughs> Bro, this is, I keep these on my save. This is like, this is American politics, but I don't know if you follow Elijah Schaefer on Instagram. No. He's hilarious. And this is, what's this guy's name? Um, Fetterman. I don't know what he does in the U.S. Pennsylvania. Senate candidate? He needs to go back to grade six and learn how to put a proper sentence together. So that was a real thing that was on the news. And I say, came across my feed and I had to watch it like five times because I was like, did he actually say something or did he not? Did he, did he just not? go around in circles and... He went in circles, I think. Speaking of these tastings... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, that's so crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that, like, people, like, that can be, like, you know, at that level in, like, politics. Like, Trudeau, bro, you were a drama teacher before. And, like, I heard through the grapevine, you actually were, I don't know, I can't remember, he was, like, a teacher, and then he got, like, demoted to being a substitute teacher because he literally couldn't, like, show up to his classes and, like, teach them. So they were like, okay, you know what? We're just going to make you a substitute drama teacher. Like, can you at least just do that? And now he's running the country. Well, and that explains a lot. Well, he is a good actor. Give him that much. Mm-hmm. Does it all day on the television. I just can't believe that there are still people that are, like, buying into what he's saying. I can't believe it either, to be honest. Someone gave me a really great book the other day as a gift I opened it they're like I hope you like it I was like okay and I this uh, this is the first time I had met this person and they gave me a gift I'm like okay so I came home I was like open it when you get home I was like oh, all right so I got home opened it I was like two Alice and Daz from Buddy and then I opened it and it the front of the book says um a list of all of Justin Trudeau's accomplishments from this date to this date and I'm like why are you giving me this like I'm like oh gosh like and I open it and it's literally an empty book <laughs> I love all, whoever invented that. All blank pages. I laughed so hard. I wish we knew his address so we could, like, mail him a copy. Mail Trudy a copy? Yeah. We could... We could find, we could find we that We could probably out. try. <laughs> I mean, didn't someone once, like, mail a severed hand or something to the... True. So if they can if get people are that, mailing like, we fucking, could probably, like, you know, mail an envelope. <laughs> yeah, if people are mailing body parts, we could probably send some fan mail to Prudy Trudy. To Trudy, yeah. God, he drives me nuts. I know. I, yeah, I'm, like, so nervous to even see, not nervous, because I really don't give a shit anymore, because I'm just, like, dodging, it feels like levels, it's like, you know, yeah, they, they keep making things harder and harder, it's like, okay, first, like, you know, you gotta wear a mask, okay, now you can't go out after this time, now we have, like, now we have lockdowns, now you need to be vaccinated, it's like, now you, you need to, five vaccinations, yeah, it's like, you have to, like, keep dodging, like, every level, just to, like, live your life normally, and, like, yeah, now you can't drive a car, because it's bad for the environment, yeah, and, like, I'm just interested to see how this winter is gonna go because i'm not gonna be surprised if they're like hey we need to go back into lockdown again it's like this is what year three are we going to year four i don't even know i'm like losing track of time i'm losing track of time but, but like, i'm not how losing can you track still of... think that lockdowns 
are a thing. Like, it's honestly, like, concerning that there are people out there that think that that is a good idea. Bro, this is why I'm so grateful that there's so many listeners in the States, because I don't think that people in the U.S., especially in the South, know how messed up it is up here. When I tell my U.S. friends about what's going on, like, when, you know, before, like, I think about a year and a half ago when they had, like, the whole hotel quarantine. So, like, if you go, you have to, like, this was before the backs, I think. It's, like, when you go, you have to... Stay at a hotel. Stay at a hotel. And, like, On you your own expense. Yeah, and that was crazy. Um, luckily, got out of that. But, um, shout out Leo. I was, like, I... You can't make me stay in a hotel with my dog and not let me leave. Like, I was coming back from California with Leo. And I was, yeah. like, that's literally inhumane. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, the rules are the rules. I'm like, so how do you expect me to let my dog out? Like, no, I'm going to shit on the that floor. That is animal cruelty and that's not going to happen. So fuck that. And so I was able to get out of that, fortunately. But the girl in front of me refused the hotel. She's like, nope. And they wrote her a $5,000 fine, like right on the spot. So it is pretty crazy. And like, yeah, that whole time was just nuts. But communist Canada. <sighs> For the win. Yeah. This is why I like I my I just made a friend uh recently in church and she's from west virginia finally i have a girlfriend from the states because you're normal but she's from (laughs) she's from the most part (laughs) yeah she's from uh west virginia and uh it's just so different how people operate down there their mindset about things they care about stuff yeah and they don't let shit like fly that's not cool if okay this is what i tell my u.s friends too and like this is what we always talk about if the u.s implemented the same rules like oh you know you have to quarantine in a hotel at your own expense when you come back. Um, you have to quarantine for 14 days, like, on top of that. You know what I mean? Like and you, pay for it. <laughs> and, well, yeah. That, it's like, people would be losing their minds. Oh, a $750,000 fine if you get caught leaving your house during that 14-day quarantine period, even though you've already had three negative COVID tests to even get back into the country. Like, people are like, there's no way. I'm like, I swear this is what we deal with in Canada. And they're like, that just would never happen like here in Florida because people would be rioting and losing their shit. Yes. And like, but Canada, everyone just accepts it. They're oh, like, okay. oh, it's for our safety. Like, think for yourself. Please. Like, does that make any sense? Please. Please, if you take anything away from the show. How <laughs> does it make sense that like, I've taken three COVID tests, one to get on a plane, one to land back in Canada, and then one again, like a week into your quarantine. So I know I'm negative three times. I have zero symptoms. And I still have to lock myself inside for 14 days. But people that are not traveling and are just out every day at the grocery store at work, coming into contact with many, many people, and they aren't testing, you know, like, three times in one week, are they're allowed to be out? Like, it, like, it was, yeah, don't even get me started. <laughs> I know. It's messed up. That's why I, like, I, uh, it's... But trust the science, bro. Yeah, you know what, actually, don't... Don't listen to anything. Like you're sounding like a little bit of a conspiracy theorist right now. So (laughs) if you could just tone it down a bit. Yeah, man, it's rough. And it's crazy how it divided so many families, even still like, oh, they had snitch lines in place. That's another thing. Remember Yeah. like for people in the States that don't know, they literally implemented snitch lines here. So it's like, if you saw your name, so there was a period of time where you weren't allowed to have people over, you weren't supposed to leave your house whatever so they like wanted you if you saw a car in your neighbor's driveway or like you knew that like one of your family members was like having a friend over you're supposed to call this line and snitch on these people like talk about division holy like just stir in the pot for no reason talk about george and it's sad that people actually did it that's what i'm saying like who has time is what i'm wondering who has time energy and uh, brain capacity to be like oh I saw my neighbor, there was three cars in the driveway, and I know that only two people live there. I bet you they're having friends over. I'm going to call the authorities. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's really messed up. It's... (laughs) 
and it hurts my brain to think about. And people wonder why I'm depressed. <laughs> yeah, if, like, if seasonal depression wasn't enough, then, yeah. you know. Sprinkle a little communism in there just to get it a little more spicy. Because if you were a worm before, that'll turn you into a slug. Like, Ugh. yeah, it's brutal. It is brutal. <laughs> so, basically, <laughs> between the lockdowns, between communism, between mandates, between seasonal depression, between dating online, and between... Um, hotlines you can call to rat out your neighbors. Dating is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Living in Canada is hard. And you know what? Canada used to be such a sick place. Like, I would joke with my U.S. friends. I'm like, Canada all the way. Like, you know, you guys are whatever down here. And, like, then We're- now I'm like, yo, who wants to get married? Because I mean, that's just like, <laughs> get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, they're laughing at you now. Like, how oh, yeah, I your know. country? <laughs> Yeah. No, but we are really lucky to live here, though, still. Like, what they're doing in... I mean, yeah, at the end of the day, you are fortunate. Like, look yes. at what's going on in Iran right now. Like, yeah. it's... And in China, that's pretty Every... bad, too. Yeah, just, it is bad. We are very fortunate. Like, I am really grateful that we do have... Like, we live in beautiful homes. It's... The streets are... Well, maybe not in Stratford, but the streets are well-kept. It's clean. People are generally nice here. We're very lucky. There's not, like, wars happening on our streets. People aren't getting shot where we live really really lucky we have food great place to live even if lettuce is eight dollars right now even if lettuce is eight dollars and even if subway doesn't have lettuce anymore because of shortages you're kidding i didn't know that i thought you were the one that told me that no you're like you went to subway maybe that was leah went to subway and she was like oh i want to order this and there was a sign that said sorry you can't get this lettuce on your sub because of due to uh the shortages because there was um I don't know if it was a fire or some shit in California. I don't know what you guys have going on in California, but there's a fires there all the time. Yeah. San Francisco had some. Oh, yeah. Uh, had it pretty um, bad. Vancouver did. Well, not in Vancouver, but BC has wildfires, too. Mm-hmm. So that's got to be canceled as well. We cancel that today, too. Anything yeah. else we should cancel? Um, Justin Trudeau is canceled. All dating apps are canceled. Um, wildfires are canceled. Dumping milk on your chest in the middle of the street is cancelled. Um, Humping else? poles Synthetic is sponges cancelled. Oh, syn- for F insure. <laughs> Synthetic sponges are cancelled. What else is cancelled? Lying on dating... Lying about your height Lying on- about your height on dating apps has definitely been cancelled from day one. Yeah, has been cancelled. Lying period. 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 Have you seen that stupid thing on Instagram with that girl that she's like, period, ah, period, ah, uh, oh, period, ah. yeah. Eh. <laughs> I hate... I know. I hate, and she probably got a sponsor. That's, like, worse than the girl licking the toilet seat during COVID. Remember that on an airplane? Ooh. You, uh, that, like... Someone did that? I never saw that. It, like, it drives me crazy that, like, there are people that, like, exist in this world like that. (laughs) Why would you, like, COVID or not, why would you lick the bottom of a toilet seat? Do you know how much, like... People shit in there. I, like, when I'm on an airplane and I have to pee and my bladder is about to burst, I'm just, like... Can I hold it for another three hours? <laughs> yeah. And sometimes I do because it's so disgusting going into an airplane washroom. And I just can't imagine looking at toilet seat. Why did this person do that? For clout. For likes, for views. you got to look up the video. If you've never seen it, you just got to Google. Let me find girl it. Girl licking toilet girl lick- seat? Yeah, girl licking airplane toilet seat. Girl licking airplane toilet seat. I can't believe you never seen it. Bro, this is exactly why I have to go to church. Because this, I can't. Coronavirus TikTok user licks airplane toilet in video. You're joking. Let's see if it has the actual video. Oh, yeah. TikTok user films herself Ew. licking an airplane toilet. 
coronavirus challenge. The 21-year-old filmed herself licking an airplane toilet seat in the stunt she claims was meant to troll the media amid efforts to slow the spread of coronavirus. Girl, you could have trolled the media in any other way than sticking your tongue on that toilet seat. Bro, look at doorknob, man. People aren't, like, people didn't have COVID of the ass. Yeah, it's the stupidity for me. Bro, remember when people were putting masks on their dogs? (laughs) (laughs) Like. Remember when they were, like, taking pets away from people in China? And, like, comments getting pets, like, out of their homes. And killing them in the street? Because they could be spreading COVID. It's like... Yeah, man. Even though, yeah, we're lucky. Canada's bad, but it could be China. We know we could be in China. which Also could which, be Florida. Which, you know, <laughs> I feel like China coming to a country near you, like Canada is slowly turning Yo, there's jokes China. around all the time that are like, they, people call this country China-da. Oh, 100% they do. They have like um, their own police stations here now. They keep finding them popping up. Have you seen that? Yeah, I have been seeing things about that. What's that about, Trudeau? I'd like to know. Yeah. Maybe I don't. Maybe we'll find out when the digital ID rolls out. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Any day now. It's like everyone's so distracted over this, like, you know, Amber Heard and Donny, Johnny Depp trial, like, all these, like, things going on in the media, but low-key, we're about to see something that is just, like, gonna turn your world upside down. Yeah. Ben Bankus had a really good joke. Um... I think, I honestly, like, this is what I believe, is that... This coronavirus was just the beginning of it. Like, I think things are going to get so crazy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because they like, look at all the stuff they got away people, with. Yeah, it's just going to, like, food shortages, digital ideas rolling out. Like, I think the scariness has kind of just begun. But, like, trying to stay optimistic and just don't really want to be in Canada when that happens. So I know. See you in Mexico. <laughs> and that's another thing. Like, it was so crazy living in Mexico for four months last year during the, like, worst parts of like the lockdown i guess when it was during winter so like december january february march so many canadians were in mexico okay i went to mexico because i'm like i'm not dealing with these lockdowns these mandates i'm just gonna go hang out there for a while and i was so nervous because i'm like well i'm going to mexico like what if i don't make friends like what if i don't meet anybody i met probably a hundred canadians living in mexico and they were all from like vancouver toronto area and I would, like, meet them, and they're like, oh, I'm from Canada, too. I'm like, no way. We, like, look each other up on Insta. We have, like, 10 mutual friends. I'm telling you, everybody migrated <laughs> to Mexico, and it was so, like, such a breath of fresh air because everybody was on the same page. And it's nuts because I'm like, this is also during the trucker protest, so I'm seeing, like, everyone's, like, protesting lockdowns and yeah. protesting all this stuff. And meanwhile, it's like, we're out at the club in Mexico and we're just like... Where COVID just doesn't exist. Where there's like thousands of people and nobody has a mask. Like, everyone's just living their life. You would never, ever know that anything was different. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like looking at the news back home and I'm talking to you guys and you're like, yep, it's like, you know, week four of lockdown and it was just like night and day. Mm -hmm. And it just really goes to show you like how much the media brainwashes and scares people and Mm -hmm. just like, it's not, you know, it's not necessary no, it's sad. Like, really sad. Mm-hmm. But hopefully people, you know, like, this is... Okay, year one, I get it. Like, we got finessed. Year two, okay, <laughs> like, we kind of got finessed again. Year three, you know what's up now. Like, they're lying to your face. You are getting finessed by the government. Stop complying to this dumb shit that they're telling you to do. Yeah. Year four, If this happens again this year and people are still like, well, like, you know, it's for our safety. Like, better shut everything down again. I'm sorry, but you're on your own. <laughs> I know. I struggle with that, too, because the one part of me wants to pop off and just be like, you know, say a lot of bad things. And then the other part, I think, like, well, 
Jesus loved everybody. He even loved people that persecuted him. So I'm over here thinking like, I know that's so drastic, but I do have those conversations in my head where I think, yeah, I want to go around and be like, you fucking retard. But then I have to stop myself, even though I genuinely do think that and be like, I feel bad for these people. You have people. to feel bad because a lot of it is just bad. fear mongering, like from the media, from what they're telling you. And these people are vulnerable people. Like they're already nervous about whatever, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, man. Like imagine being so scared. And then, like, they're implementing more fear into you so you could, like, be even more scared mm-hmm. over things that really are not a big deal. No. Right. Friendly reminder that 99% of people survive from COVID-19, so don't forget to get your fifth booster. Um, what I was going to say was that Ben Bangus had a really great joke that was, um, he's like, Justin Trudeau's popping off on the news wondering why everyone's all of a sudden became conspiracy theorists. It's like, well, you legalized weed in Canada and then you locked us down for two years. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like... <laughs> so at this point, it's like, what do you expect? I mean, we found you out. You literally had... That's what I actually think is really funny about it, too, is because they locked us down, spewed all of this BS, got people to do batshit crazy things, still even to this day in Canada, are doing crazy things. And then... But it's also because of the locking down and the forceful measures, people actually spent more time looking into things and educating themselves. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, right? I mean, also, yeah. there was a lot of too hot to handle happening as well, I'm I'm sure. But that is one thing that I'm really grateful for, is, like, at least some people took... Like, at the beginning when COVID happened, I was scared shitless. Like, I was sanitizing everything. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm gonna die. And you're seeing these videos from China, like, propaganda. Dude. People dropping dead in the streets. You're like, oh, my God, like, if that comes to Canada, like, are we gonna get fucked like that? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember sitting in my living room in Vancouver watching them play videos of people, quote-unquote, being taken out in body bags in in uh, in China, and then that was coming here. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, is that really... And I believed it. I mm-hmm. believed it. Yeah, no, everybody did. But honestly, like, I have to say, I am grateful for these last few years because it woke me up. Like, Dude, I really same. see everything for what it truly is now. Like, yeah, it really taught you to think for yourself. Don't follow the crowd. Like, just because they're telling you something... Do your own research. Do your own thinking, you know? Yeah, definitely. The government is not on your side. You know what? We could do a whole ass podcast Eh. about a (laughs) beauty. Period. Eh. (laughs) We could do a whole podcast on how uh, Canadians are in an abusive relationship with their government. And quite frankly, so is the U.S. Well, actually, I think everybody is. Yeah. Like, we're all in an abusive relationship with our government. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Because if you were to describe and explain the measures taken and uh, put them as in like, oh, my husband did this to me. He locked me down. He told me one, two, and three, said I had to wear this, this, and this. Couldn't go here, could go here, could only shop these stores. If I told that to my therapist, she would say, leave him. This is abuse. This is exceptionally dangerous. But because our government is doing it to a mass group of people, it's just comply. It's just just law. Like, what? I just don't understand. And I love that that. they like just casually like you know like how we have like our charter of rights and freedoms how they just casually like disregarded and just like changed a bunch of things throughout the pandemic it's like oh it's been this way for years and years and years but like now like you know you can't like one of the fundamental rights is like you're able to leave your country like come and go as you please and now you literally can't well you can you just have to be shot up yeah (laughs) i mean i mean yeah but still it's you know yeah it's not good 
the fact that you're forcing everybody to take an experimental vaccine that was proven to not prevent transmission. And then we had and to you change can still the- catch COVID. Like what what you really ruined everyone's lives, businesses, livelihoods for what? A bag. Yeah. Obviously. Um I uh what was I gonna say? Uh we did ruin people's livelihoods. What we what did you say before that? Businesses. Uh, before that? Lives. <laughs> ruin people's lives, businesses, and livelihoods. I forget what I was Fundamental saying. rights. But oh, that's what I was going to say. Circling back. So we put all of these crazy things in place, right? What nobody talks about. And every time I tried chiming in about this on my Instagram stories, my views went down by like 50%. But Instantly shadow banned. Literally. And if you follow me on Instagram at Blue's Beautiful Podcast, I don't post bad stuff. Like, I don't post bad stuff. I kind of play by the rules. And the one thing that I really, really wanted to stress to people is that the amount of people that have committed suicide or overdosed on drugs because of being locked in their homes, not being able to see their friends and family, nobody wants to talk about the fact that more people have died from that than they have of Drug COVID. use, yeah, for sure. Like, people are literally killing themselves. Their brains are deteriorating. They're staring at screens all day. They're not getting the right exercise. Mm-hmm. It's dark outside. Yeah. <laughs> Right? We're going on year three. Not that we're on lockdowns right now, but there still are stupid... There's a lot of dumb, dumb, stupid stuff coming up again. Mm-hmm. And people are killing themselves, and no one cares. And then you know who's going to... I'm on a rant right now. And you I know who's going to chime in come... Uh, what is it? In January, I think it is. Who's going to chime in and say that they give so much shit about mental health it's gonna be bell let's talk day where they throw up a fucking hashtag yeah and say every hashtag used we're gonna donate one penny to who gives a shit foundation and then they will say nothing yeah canadian yeah. owned company will say nothing about how our government is locking its own citizens down and people are killing themselves but hey let them lock them down because then maybe they'll spread some more hashtags and maybe we'll be able to put more money to these foundations not saying the foundations are bad but it's like this is actually retarded yeah. Like, this is retarded. Yeah, no, it's like, it's just all smoke and mirrors, and it's just, yeah. <laughs> smoke and mirrors, baby. And another thing what got me, too, was, like, all these, you know, like, political people, like, people high up are telling you, you know, lock yourselves inside, don't visit your family members, wear a mask, don't travel. And then they're seen getting on a plane, going on vacation, maskless, mask, maskless? Yeah, maskless. <laughs> maskless. There you go! In a group setting with a bunch of other people... Of their, you know, like, their political squad. And none of them are wearing masks. They're all in, like, another country. And, like, so... Popping bottles. And why... (laughs) So why are people still complying? It's like, they're laughing at us. Being like, haha, like, you guys have to do it, but we don't. And everyone's like, that's okay. That's just always how it is. They get to do what they want because... And that's the crazy part, too. That's nuts. When the actual citizens say, like, oh, well, they'll defend it. Yeah. So it's like... Oh, you know what? Yeah, I should stay home and you should stay home because they are going out there doing things for our country and this and that. And it's okay for those people to do it. People here, like you and I, are agreeing with it. Mm-hmm. And just yeah. being like that, that's okay. It's okay if people stay home and kill themselves because it's we're bettering humanity and it's okay. We're, you know, like, uh, we're, people are agreeing with it. And that's where I'm like, you guys are crazy. Like, people are actually crazy. And I think this is why I have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you gotta go to Mexico. You gotta, like, you know, link up with the people that get it. Yeah, seriously. And I'm not saying, like, people here, like, there are so many people that just couldn't up and leave the country for obvious reasons. You have mortgages, you have families, you have, like, things going on. I, but it's just, like, it just sucks that 
you're just stuck here and you can't do anything about it when you're like when you have ties like that like I'm fortunate that you know I was able to pick up and leave so I don't want to complain or anything because I was able to dodge everything that was going on here but Mm -hmm. it just like really broke me like when I'm thinking about like my family and like you know my cousin like just people I'm not able to see yeah and like I want to come back but I don't want to get stuck there and then you know like it's just and people are like I we literally can't do anything it's yeah yeah I think the best thing you could we could possibly do is just keep talking about it and that's why I really like this podcast because I really do like to talk but I don't think a lot of people like to listen to me in real life because I get a little bit upset about (laughs) people are probably like tuned out 20 minutes ago once we yeah (laughs) no I'm kidding I feel like like, most of your viewers like uh, like understand what's going on too especially yeah it's it's a lot yeah man it is a lot but I don't know I think that it is important to talk about especially the mental health aspect of things because we cannot talk about having good mental health and good mental health practices and also be agreeing with what the government is imposing on us as a nation. The, mm-hmm. Those two things don't, like for me personally, that's how I feel. I yeah. can't be like, I care about your mental health, but also, yeah, stay the fuck inside. Mm-hmm. Don't do anything. Don't get sunshine uh, and watch Netflix 24-7 because, you know, we're going to save the planet. Yeah, like, exactly. That Those two things do not fit into my brain. So um, if you don't like that, you can unfollow me too. That's fine too. I love you. Jesus loves you. <laughs> it's really just... Not mad at anybody. Sense. Just like, it just is is sad. But I think you know? you're right. Like the best thing you can do is just keep, you know, like getting the word out there. Because it, it is. I don't think it's going to stop this winter. Like I do think they're... And maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But I do yeah. think they're going to pull some more bullcrap. Next thing you know, it's going to be the moron virus coming out of... A, well, and that's like, another thing. It's like all of a sudden there's like this virus and there's like this version of it and there's monkey pox. And it's like every week, I swear, like I see a new thing pop up on Instagram. It's like they just discovered this zombie virus that was hidden underground for the last 2000 years. And, and, you know, like now they're like now like they've collected a sample of it and like, you know, it could be released. And it's like, brilliant. Why, why is that a good idea? Just leave things the way they are. How about just don't like either. Di- uh, I don't know, man. Just I, it's I can't. <laughs> I know. It's cancelled. Everything on CBC is cancelled. Mm-hmm. Oh, the news is cancelled. Not all of it. Rebel News is good. Rebel News is good. They actually do reporting. Mm-hmm. Proper journalism. But what does give me peace of mind is, like I said, like, so many people woke up over these last few years. Yes. So, at first I was feeling so alone. I'm like, why do people not see what I'm seeing? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and then now it's like, one of my friends made a good point. He's like, I think that you know, it's going to be different this year, hopefully, because, like, there's so many more people that, like, admit, like, you know, like, I bought into this last year, this year, not happening again. So mm-hmm. I think that there's, like, a bigger group of of us that are coming together, and that kind of gives me peace of mind. Yeah, and maybe, too, that because there's been so many, like, they've tried so many things. We did the the Wuhan flu, we did the Omicron, there was the monkeypox, there was, now we've got this iceberg lettuce type virus. (laughs) (laughs) You know, there's all this stuff popping up. I really hope that maybe everybody as a population has been beat over the head so many times with all this stuff that they just don't believe any of it anymore. And then it's just like, okay, great. We can all agree that this is just fear mongering. You would just think people would be numb to it by now. Like, okay, this has been going on for three or four years. Did I die? No. Did I get, did I catch the virus? Mostly, most people have had it one, yeah. two, three or four times already. Depending on how many vaccines Yeah. You and I have heard like for me personally, I've only caught COVID once. Um, I did hear like the second and third time you get it is worse Mm. wouldn't know only caught it once which also surprises me because throughout this whole pandemic and I got ripped apart for this but I continued to live my life I was traveling honestly this happened and 
I was like, I, I'm just not going to pay attention to anything. I'm, I, I don't care about the news. I Whatever. I'm just going to live my life as if everything was normal. And I did. And people were, like, shitting on me for, mm. you know, like... Well, some people, like, I don't know. I would just get the odd DM from, like, a fake account or something. Like, if you're traveling during a pandemic, like, you know, ripping into me. I can't believe me. you. Yeah. And I don't even know where I was going with that, but... Just if you were one of those people that ripped on Teresa and you follow me, <laughs> like you unfollow me, bro. Yeah, or you can say sorry. <laughs> I don't even know. Where I, I can't even remember where I was going with that. But ba- oh, what I was saying is I've only caught COVID once, which surprises me because I was traveling mm. throughout this whole time, and I'm thinking like, am I gonna catch it? Like at one point, I'm like, did I already have it and didn't know? Because like it's been three. It took me almost three years to catch it. Like I just caught it this year. And I was, like, in and out of probably 50 different airports, like, how many different countries. And I was just thinking, like, why haven't I caught it yet? I was, like, a little bit jealous, to be honest. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to get it and get it over with. That way I have the antibody, whatever. Yeah, I moved on um, life. Finally, I got it. And, like, yeah, it was brutal for a day, a couple days. But, mm-hmm. I mean, been sicker before in the past, for sure, from other stuff. So, Yeah. That was a solid, I feel a lot better. That was, I feel like, just a venting session. That was, that was good. That was good. People are either still tuned in, and they're here for it, or they're like, yeah, I, I checked out, like, <laughs> yeah. 20 minutes ago when the rant started. If you guys are still here, and you're like, but that's thank how I you. Feel. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys are still here, and you're like, thank you, make sure you share this episode to your story, um, and tag me in it, because I'd be interested to know, because I don't often go, like, I've kind of toned it down with the rants on the podcast, and I've, I do try and keep things light, but uh, it's just, honestly, you have... You got to be real, too. Yeah, I used to, like, be nervous to speak my mind about it. But honestly, like, I really don't care anymore. So it is what it is. People need to know the truth. People need to hear what's up, whether you like it or not. Yeah, whether you like it or not. Boy! Last but not least, uh, this is a game that I like to play with all the guests at the end of my show called Ooh. Signs You Should Seek Therapy. <laughs> this You can pull examples from your own life or you can just make some stuff up on the spot and you basically say, hey, if this is happening to you, then you know you should probably seek therapy. So I'll give you an example. Okay. Okay. So if you are pouring four liter jugs of milk down your chest in the middle of the street, you should probably... Seek, seek therapy. therapy. You would mm-hmm. think, right? Yes. Okay. Um, if you are walking into people's apartments <laughs> with your snatch out, you should probably seek some therapy. Yes, you should. If you're lying about your height on dating apps, you should probably seek therapy. <sighs> that was going to be mine. I stole it. Okay, let me think, let me think. Um, if you are still using a synthetic sponge, you should probably seek therapy. That's facts. As facts. If you're going through <laughs> seasonal depression right now, also, you should just probably seek therapy. Yeah, <laughs> flat out. Like, if you're living in Canada right now during this winter, about to go into another lockdown, you should probably seek therapy. <laughs> if you're a Canadian, you should probably seek therapy. Yeah, shit is hard over here. Going through hard times. And therapy's great. Oh, it's so good. If you're out there humping light posts, obviously, you should probably seek therapy. If you're Justin Trudeau, you should probably seek therapy. If you're Justin Trudeau, you should resign. (laughs) If you keep voting for Justin Trudeau, you should seek therapy. Oh. I would think. Um, If you're licking toilet seats on an airplane, you should definitely seek therapy. I don't care if you sanitized it first. 
Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No one needs to lick a toilet seat unless you're a dog. Even then. Even then, they An don't even... An airplane toilet seat, like... That's bad, man. Yeah, Even dogs don't like toilet seats. They just go for the water. Right? They just put their head in the toilet and go for the juice. The juice? The I juice. I mean, the water? <laughs> <laughs> that was gross, sorry. The juice. If you're sleeping for 13 hours a day, you should probably seek therapy. I took a 13-hour nap the other day. And are you going to therapy? I did today on the Blue's Beautiful podcast. With this Shira's was therapy. Cheers, <laughs> a giver. This was our therapy session. Um, hmm... I'll just say it. <laughs> I'll just fucking say it. If you're pro-mask and you're pro-lockdown, you should seek therapy. I don't care. Unfollow me. If you're a douchebag on a dating app and you don't have good intentions, you should seek therapy. I agree. I don't want to offend anybody. I think it's too late. <laughs> if you're on your honest, honestly, though, honestly, in all seriousness, if you were on your sixth booster shot or you're considering taking a sixth booster, booster shot... I think that you need therapy. I'm not, not even a joke, although it is a little bit comical. I think that you should seek professional help for the head. I agree. Like genuinely from the bottom of my heart. Cause that makes me sad too. Who prayers, else needs Prayers therapy? to you. Yeah. Jesus help us all. <laughs> He's got to be coming back soon. If it took you four tries to record a podcast, you should probably <laughs> seek therapy. <laughs> If you have to ask if we're still doing the podcast when we're three minutes into the show, then you should seek therapy. I thought therapy. we were off record. <laughs> I thought, I thought, you know, I don't know. This is, like I said, it's my first podcast. I thought that, like, people edit podcasts. Like, when you, like, have a slip up or, like, so I just, and the way you worded it, you were like, okay, I'm going to talk about this. So I thought you were telling me, like, what you wanted to, like, talk about in the podcast. I'm like, okay, okay, Well, yeah. I let the listeners Yeah, I didn't, okay, but anyways. I'm going to put that, guys, just stay <laughs> tuned. At the end of, when I put in my outro, I'll put in the intro that we had before, and you can listen to what an absolute gong show that was. You know what? Someone sent me a DM today and told me that I, they should, uh, my new nickname is Absolute Andy. Absolute because Andy? Because I, when I get going, I go, absolute, absolutely nuts. Yeah, absolute. you do. You totally <laughs> that do. That is absolutely crazy. <laughs> you definitely do, for sure. Oh. Also, another thing I would like to add, like something that's really helped me throughout all this is like being consistent with your health and fitness, like really yeah. investing in yourself. I've been on like a huge gym health kick like trying to be minus this vape that I'm holding <laughs> but like trying to be just like literally trying to go to the gym every single day and honestly that does wonders like especially during this time when you're in Canada things are dark yeah outside it's cold like it's just crazy like some days I just wake up I'm like the last thing I want to do is go to the gym right now but once I get there and leave it's like you feel so much better and I know that's so cliche to say but I was really just thinking about that the other night like I really did not want to go I was feeling really shitty depressed probably had a bit of a meltdown before I went and then Both I left and I'm like day. yeah like I feel like a boss ass bitch <laughs> <laughs> um and two having a, an accountability partner is great too because sometimes it's hard to go by yourself but if you have a buddy and you're having an off day then your buddy might be like dude let's go to the gym you're like oh, okay like you know it might it be like a backup approach for you too so you know what the irony in this is what? That neither of us went to the gym today. <laughs> That's true. I know. I did text you and said, I really feel like a gym session tonight. And I was thinking maybe after the podcast, but it's 9, 12. And, and we couldn't go at 5 p.m. when people go. 
yeah because what are we gonna do work out when the gym is packed yeah and i just i hate going at that time because it's like everyone's just getting off work it's so busy small town i don't want to do any small talk i don't even want to do any small sightseeing yeah (laughs) and like another thing too my eyes are so bad so i feel bad it's like (laughs) i see people at the gym and i'm like i don't know if that's who i think it is or not and like i'm talking like from me 30 feet away like your face is a blur i'm really not sure if that's you or not until i get like six feet away from you dude so i feel like i like come off as a bitch sometimes because like i'm squinting and like i might be looking at someone trying to figure out if that's them and i don't think it is or i don't know so i just <laughs> go back to doing my thing and like i'm really not trying to no you're anybody. really just blind i remember I'm really just blind we were on the uh the stairmaster ones at good life fitness and you oh you this must have been years ago oh, my yeah, eyes years. have been bad for like <laughs> <laughs> like you, this would have been like maybe 10 years ago <laughs> And we were on the the, uh, the and I still don't have contacts. <laughs> or, like I have glasses, but I just never wear them. <laughs> we were on the stairmaster, and you're like, "Yo!" And you do the same face when you're trying to see someone. <laughs> just check somebody out to like see if you know them. You're like, "Yo!" And you like stick your head out like a little bit with your neck. <laughs> you're like, "Yo!" Is that is that Kyle? And I look over, and I'm like, "Are you joking?" <laughs> and I'm like. Are you serious? You're like, yeah, like, is that Kyle? Like, should we say hi? I'm like, I could not compose myself. <laughs> it was an age gap of at least 25 years between our friend Kyle. I'm telling you, I'm blind as a fucking guy. And this man walked in. I'm like, yeah, I should have been like, yeah, Trissa, you should go get, go say hi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or people will come up to me and they're like, oh, I thought that was you. I'm like, yeah, I thought maybe that was you, but I really couldn't see you always, 30 feet away. You literally always say that. I know. Yeah, I it's embarrassing. It no, because I'm really blind and... Yeah, Don't wear glasses. <laughs> yeah, one time I walked into a glass window on a date. <laughs> no, this is a true story. I went on a date. I went to a Canucks game with this guy, and like we were having some drinks. Like I was, you know, like pretty buzzed, but like not buzzed enough to walk into a fucking wall. <laughs> and we go, we so like we went out after for dinner, and then we <laughs> we were walking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Had a couple more drinks, and then we we're walking to the door, and like I can. Like, you I'm can't. not wasted or anything. I just, like, I had a light buzz going on, so, like, maybe I wasn't completely paying attention. But I turn around because, he, like, I got up first from the table and, like, walked to the door. And then I just turned around to make sure, like, he was behind me and I wasn't, like, walking too far ahead. And those are right. I turn my head back around and I, boom. And, like, I hit the glass so hard it was wobbling. And... The- <laughs> Sorry. Like, I almost knocked myself. For a second, I wasn't sure what just happened. Like, I was... Like, possibly concussed a little bit. I woke up the next morning. I literally had a black eye. And I turn around, and the guy is just staring at me, like, jaw dropped. Like, he could not believe that just happened. And he just starts dying laughing. And the hostess is like, oh, my God, are you okay? I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. Sharissa Kipmer, the the blind two-beer wonder. And needless to say, there was never a second date. But that was my choice. Well, yeah. I was a little too embarrassed. You no, just I tell just people that. I really just wasn't the guy. Anyways. It was it was my choice. It wasn't because I walked into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. It was oh, really bad. Dude. So bottom line is, I need to start wearing my glasses. Yeah, definitely. And if you're at that Canucks game, like those are busy. That's not like you like you walked like it would have been. No, a busy no, this was at the restaurant after we went to the Canucks game and then we went for dinner. Oh, after. So this was, it was at, quiet I think when you Earls. The... Earls or Joey's in Vancouver. <laughs> so it was quiet, and you walked into the glass. No, it was busy as fuck. There was like so many people saw this one. It was like a Friday or Saturday night, like the busiest it could have been. It was bad. 
I love that for you. (laughs) (laughs) My face hurts, man. I think it just cured my seasonal depression for the day. Yeah. Hang out with me. I'm the cure for seasonal depression. You are. You're the cure. If you're walking in the glass windows on dates. Or seeking optometrists. (laughs) Seeking optometrists and a therapist and maybe a head doctor for the concussion that you gave yourself walking into that wall. 100%. All right, everybody. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the show today. I hope you guys like this episode uh, a little bit different than what we normally do. We touched on a couple of topics that I've been nervous to talk about for a very long time, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you take anything away from this podcast, uh, I hope that you know that pouring milk on yourself in the middle of the street is not a way to cope with... Um, anything unless you're exceptionally thirsty or trying to give yourself a baptism in public. Um, if you are five, seven, then please put in your dating app that you are in fact five, seven, so that you don't confuse us gals who are trying to find a mate, a mate, a mate, a mate. What are you like a, a bird or <laughs> penguin? I'm penguins a... mate for life. Do they? Yeah. I love penguins. <laughs> did you know, did you know that the, I know every, I've seen every penguin documentary, the male penguin, proposes to the female with a pebble and if she accepts yeah. it then like they're mates for life and they yeah. yeah and don't the males take care of the egg like they keep the egg yeah warm? so in the winter um like the female will have the egg and then the male is actually the one like incubates it and like stays behind mm-hmm. and the females go out for like months in like the trenches like winds and you know that sounds terrible antarctica weather and they go find food and they eat the food they bulk up, they eat all the food, and they travel back, and they regurgitate it, and they feed it to the babies and the males. And, and the also, males. And the males, yeah. They're, they're the providers. They're like, just barfing in everybody's yeah, mouths. Yeah, and they come back, and sometimes they're so confused that, like, they don't know if the baby is theirs, and, like, they reject it. So they did all of that, and they come back, and then... Or they just, like, can't find their baby because there's, like, so many penguins just, like, hoarded in a circle trying to stay Yeah, warm. I've seen them. There's it takes them, like, so long to find their mate and their baby again. It's wow. really sad. Sad life for a penguin. Well... Nah. Nah, I mean... If they make it. Yeah. We think it's bad in Canada. Just imagine if you had to live in the Antarctica. I thought you were going to say, just imagine if you were a penguin. (laughs) Just imagine (laughs) if you were a penguin. I always mess up the conclusions, you know, but honestly, I think that was your fault, not mine. Yeah, I kind of cut you off. Um, But you were saying, like, if you are still... um, If you're feeling depressed because you live in Canada, that's normal. If you are in the southern states and you're single, I'm just kidding. <laughs> looking for a mate for life. She's looking for her green card. <laughs> looking for a mate for life. If you love God, if you fear God and love guns, give me a call. Uh, and if you're still using a synthetic sponge, ditch that and put yourself onto Anisia sponge. Literally, just and let me say. know if you do get one. Let me know personally. Send me a message and let me know. Yeah. how it changed your life because I promise you, I if promise you, you, it will. It will change your life, honestly. And if you guys want to follow Sharissa on the Instagram machine, her handle is at Sharissa Kipmer. C H E R I S S A K I T T M E R. No, I'm not going to say it twice. Um, <laughs> she's a bomb photographer too, by the way, and you'll find that once you head on over to her Instagram Aww. page. You are. You're a fantastic photographer. Thank you. Scroll down to the bottom notes. If you guys want to get some stocking stuffers, get 10% off. Use code BLUE10. And make sure you guys share this episode to your story. This one is not going to be up on Rumble because honestly, I look like shit today. So I'm sorry about that. But if you haven't watched any of the video episodes, they are up on Rumble. So if you haven't checked that out yet, uh, I don't know what you're doing with your life. And please remember that your blue is beautiful. Thanks, guys. Peace. Here's my outro. I hope that you liked this podcast. Here's my outro. I hope that you laughed. Oh.
we're still going. Da 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 da. Outro. Here's my outro. Uh, something that rhymes. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Blue is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Ellison Daz, and this is the show where we talk about music, mental health, and comedy! <sighs> if it- <laughs> it's okay. You just gotta wait for the intro, and then we get... <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to get to it. If this is... <laughs> If you're tuning in for the first time, God bless you and welcome to the show. And if you've been one of those people who comes back time and time again to listen to another episode, thank you guys for coming back. I don't know how you do it, honestly. Uh, Today, I'm not by myself. I have a guest on the show to talk about something that I've been popping off about frequently online, and that is seasonal depression. So today, um, we're going to talk about what it's like here in southwestern Ontario, dealing with the wintertime blues, the lack of light, the lack of things to do, and also we're going to share some funny stories to help you guys if you guys are going through some similar experiences. So please, without further ado, welcome to the show, owner of Nisia Co. Is there anything else? You, you own a lot of stuff, actually. <laughs> Vizovo. Vizovo, Nisia... Pazovo and Nisia are, yeah, those are the, the two main ones. ones. Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to edit that out. Welcome to the, <laughs> <laughs> please welcome to the show, Sharissa Kittmer, everybody. Hello, and thank you for having me. We've been talking about doing this podcast, I feel like, for so long. A very long like time. A, like a year, and finally we're doing it, so it's kind of a big deal. Oh my god, we made it! <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm stoked to have you on the show today. Um, I thought that this would be a really fun episode. Trish and I have known each other for a really long time, and we've always bonded and have quite similar sense of humor, per se. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought this would be an awesome show for us to both kind of do, get together, and share some funny stories so that people who are going through some seasonal depression um, have a little bit of a break, you know? Get a little giggle, put a, put a smile on their face, and lessen the pain that is winter time. Okay, well, first of all, a lot of you guys that listen tune in from the southern states and God bless you, that's where we both really want to be in our lives so there's more sunshine. It appears that there's better people, <laughs> um, better men, um, and better politics. And, but also, you guys don't really experience in the south the winters that we do here and up here is just, it's honestly awful. And just to put it into perspective, just short and sweet, there's no light. We don't have sun until, what, like, 7.30, 8am? Yeah, and it gets dark at, like, honestly, around 5 now. Yeah, 5. Like, what time is it right now? It is, I mean, I guess it's 7.30, but it's been dark for a minute. Yeah, so, yeah, the sun is 100% down now at 7.30pm. It's awful. It's cold, and then there's really been a lot of overcast, so we don't even get sun throughout the day. So it really doesn't, we don't have sunrise and sunset anymore. It just goes from different shades of dark. In short, it's the worst place you could possibly be. For seasonal depression. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like, it really doesn't get any worse than... Maybe in the Arctic, I guess. Like, True. way up in, like, Alaska and True. Because there's places that there, it's, like, 24-hour sunlight sometimes, and then they have, like, 24-hour darkness. So I guess it could be worse, but this is still trash. <laughs> the silver lining. It could be worse yeah, in Ontario. Yeah, it could be worse. It could be worse. So I think what, I think what we should start doing... Um, I guess I'm just going to share... What I've been going through, and you can share if you've been going through anything similar, but just what I've been going through recently, and I haven't really been sharing a whole lot or popping onto my stories as much as I normally do because I have been literally a slug. Stuck to my bed, stuck to my couch, stuck to my floor, stuck like a slug. I don't really know how else, like a worm maybe? A worm, a yeah. Worm. 
feel like slugs are just slower. Is this part of the podcast? Are you oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I introduced the show! <laughs> this is my first podcast. <laughs> no, because I thought you were, like, off the record talking to me for a second about what you were going to talk about, and I was like, wait, what? I'm, no, I'm letting the listeners know. <laughs> I'm sharing my experience. Oh, man. Um, okay, keep going. <laughs> cut that out because that kind of makes me sound pretty dumb. <laughs> I think we should just mm-hmm. start over. <laughs> I get it now. I get out the podcast. You get out the You understand? Let's start. Let's so the microphone that's in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it now. But I just, because like people are always cutting things on the podcast. So I didn't know you were cutting that last part. It's just like all consistent. You know, I'm really just happy you're here. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what the, my favorite podcast episodes are to record are the ones that I never have to edit, Trissa. And and just because you made a little whoopsie right in the right, <laughs> right in the beginning, I mean I think people appreciate that and they're they're it's real it's raw it, if yeah. you don't like it well I guess that's just <laughs> it's not for you then I guess just press next as I was saying I'm gonna this I'm gonna keep talking okay, okay. yeah yeah we're yeah. still on the podcast we're on air okay. We're on, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what I've been going through lately is the, what I would <laughs> call being a slug or being a worm. And I don't even have the energy to even post on Instagram as much or to create as much or to answer DMs as much or be as active on even the internet. My brain is so fried in the wintertime that it's not even about getting up and being active or getting up and going places or being social and doing this stuff. My level of energy is so significantly different in this season that I can't even muster up any bit of... I was going to call it sparkles. <laughs> I have no sparkles left to even post on Instagram. And I wanted to go on Instagram to explain this to people too, but I I could didn't have the energy for it. So I'm really glad that you're over here right now because then we can just... When we're together, everything just gets better. And it totally does. And I can actually explain how bad it is come wintertime. I feel that. Yeah. And honestly, that's why I try to avoid winters here as much as possible. Like... It is, I totally feel that it really does just take a toll on your mental, I think. And it's just really unmotivating. Like, I feel like I don't have a lot of energy here Mm -hmm. during this time of the year. But I mean, in a way, it's like nice to kind of come back here sometimes and just like ground yourself because there really is nothing to do in the winter. So like, you're not (laughs) distracted, like going out, doing all these things. Like when I come here, it's a good time to like work and like cram and get as many things done as I possibly can in the short time frame that I'm here. So I think it's just about like staying as busy as possible, but just finding that motivation to like actually do the things you need to do. Yeah, absolutely. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit about Nisiako? Actually, well, I'm going to tell everybody what I use it for first, and then you can tell them how you kind of started this company. So, um, right on part with seasonal depression, Self-care is a huge one that needs to be prioritized for me and also doesn't get prioritized in the wintertime because I am a slug. And I've talked about this on the podcast a boatload of times, so you guys know this already, but spending time in the bath or in the shower, 
um, exfoliating, taking care of myself, washing my hair, just spending time physically caring for myself always helps alleviate my depression, even if it's just a little bit. And I am blessed to have, we actually haven't even put the content out yet, the reel that I put together, that's pretty funny, but we, I've been blessed to partner with Sharissa's company, Nisia Co., and I've been using their sponges, okay? Don't tell me you've ever had a bath in your life. If you have, you're lying to yourself, unless you've had an Isia sponge, because it's what I use every single day. I use it today, by the way, before <laughs> this podcast. That's why I smell so every good. Every single shower, every single bath, you've got to mix in the sponge. Literally. And I put, um, I'll, I guess I'll, you should probably talk about it, but I put essential oils on mine. Yeah. So when I, oh yeah. So then my toast like to my lather head. right in. Right into the skin. 110. I love that. But yeah, so why don't you tell everybody a little bit about your company, how it started, um, what you guys are doing, and how awesome it is. Yeah, so we started Nisia. um, We came up with the idea almost about a year ago. And basically my partner and I, she's one of my best friends, Molly. um, She lives in southern Florida, kind of near Tampa area. Amen. Yeah, lucky girl. (laughs) Shout out Molly. Um, So we kind of like, we've been doing Vizova for a while and... We kind of wanted to like branch into the e-commerce side of things because a lot of the work we were doing was for other people doing e-commerce and like running e-commerce brands. So we just saw the really cool side to that and we're like, you know what, we should probably tap into the e-commerce side of things. So we were kind of like trying to come up for a while with what product we wanted to to get into. And Molly actually hit me up one day and she's like, why don't we do natural sea sponges? And basically what that is, is it's a sponge, um, but instead of like your synthetic um you know, plastic and piece of shit, chemical filled, yeah, (laughs) uh, bacteria filled, like, you know, synthetic sponge. They are natural sea sponges that come from the ocean. So basically they're sustainably harvested. Um, There's divers that go down, they cut them. And then once they're cut, they're cut in a certain way where they can just regrow. They just grow back. Yeah. They just replenish themselves. We have several different kinds of sponges. We have one specifically for your face. That one comes from the Mediterranean sea and then the body ones, the Soma sponge, the larger one. Um, for showering and bathing yeah that's one that you use um that one comes from the gulf of mexico so just off the coast of florida there um so yeah that's what we're doing right now and um (laughs) we're still you can't just lay down in the middle (laughs) i know i really just feel like we should just start the whole podcast over (laughs) i can't fucking believe it like what part did you not (laughs) i don't know i just kind of blanked Kind of nervous for the first podcast. Your dog, your dog knows, and now he's gonna come over and sit with you. Leo. Okay, Leo, you gotta sit down. down. Leo, you gotta lay down. (laughs) Leo, Leo, lay down. Okay, are you ready? Yes. We are recording again. Okay. Did you like what you said about the Nisia sponges? Um. Yeah. Up until I got like tripped up, and I just completely forgot what I was talking about. That's okay. But can't we just? Do you want me to just ask you the question again? No. No, because I feel like a like a big portion of it was like fine, so like can't you just cut it there? Like yeah, yeah. You just want me to work more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Why don't we? This is what we're gonna do, okay? You guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll put a little break in there, and um, I'll welcome everybody back and say that we had to take a break because <laughs> you had a fucking laughing fit. 
And then uh, we'll just share some stories. Okay. Or I think we should just completely start over. This is our thing. You want to do three times now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, you want me to introduce the show? I think we should start in the beginning. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the most difficult oh podcast. Dude. In history. <laughs> okay. 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 I need to pull it together. So you want me to improv all that stuff I said already? Yeah. You're busting my balls, man. <laughs> Okay. This time, fi- final cut. Okay, hold on. <laughs>